0: I know we've been talking about love and different things. we got to talk about friends, you know? How many of us have them? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Friends. Mm -hmm. Before we go any further, let's be friends. Y'all remember that song? Some of you young people don't know that. I don't really know it. Well, I tell you right now, you know it. Whether you know it or not. (laughs) You You know what I'm saying? There's a scripture here that says that a man that has friends must show himself friendly. And there was a friend that stick it closer than a brother. And if you have some friends, men and ladies, you know, you got some that uh, you probably talk to more than your own family. Uh, We've all had some, some years with some great friends, still have some great friends. And as we transition later on in life, we'll probably hang with our family more than we do our friends now, you know? Who knows? Everybody's in different places, but it's always good to meet somebody in life that loves you. Yeah. That's what it means. You know, you know your brother loves you, you know, your sister loves you. You know, they you get in some trouble, they're the first one to go fighting, but then you have these friends that come along that, you know, they fight faster than your family. You know, they'll stand with you through everything. You'll have a whole bunch of people called friends, you know, your dad say that ain't your friend, you know, he will always break down friendship. That ain't your friend. Right. And, uh, but then, you know, when he saw that you had some good friends, you know, my pop would even hang with your friends, you know? (laughs) So be careful who you call friend. And if you need to go home and listen to that song called Friend, you know, Biz Markie said, she said, he's just a friend. You know, there's a lot of different friends out there. So you got to be very careful uh, calling somebody friend. But you will find some people that you didn't grow up with that will love you for who you are. Yeah, you're going to have some ups and downs. You're going to have some bad moments in your life, but they never leave. They don't go nowhere. They still right there. Come on, big dog. Let's get going. Come on, sis. (laughs) Let's go. You know, and they just have your back for some apparent reason. There's something about you that they just love, you know, and, uh, and our heavenly father, you know, it talks about, I think it's in book of James, for those of y'all that like to take notes, James chapter two, 21 through 23, let me turn over there real quick and see what this is. There's a whole bunch of scriptures sometimes in our life as we start to go through some things. And it's amazing when you go through Proverbs and start just looking up things about friends, you know? you got to go and look up some things about friends. Chapter 2, yeah. I should have used my phone. Too. You know, my hand skills ain't really what they used to be. Who's got James chapter 2? Verse 21 and 23. Who wants to read that? 23. Who's got that? He said, Look, by Abraham, our Father, just by my work, we need an author. I did his name for the altar. See said, God faith prompt with this work. And my work was made perfect. And the scripture was fulfilled which then Abraham believed God and was in politics him for righteous and He was called the friend of God. He was called the friend of God. Amen. I don't know how that works for you, where God is called your friend. That's a relationship. And this little scripture right here that Solomon, or maybe somebody else, but Solomon is attributed to a lot of it, it said, he who has friends must first show himself friendly. And there is a friend that sticketh closer than a brother. And all through Scripture, you'll see where Jonathan loved David, even though his father hated him. Jonathan didn't find no fault in him. And we're not talking about that love that the world talks about. We're talking about real good friends that you have found, you know, that are like your brother. All right? So for God to call Abraham his friend is amazing to me. It's amazing because, you know, you've got marriages and then you got got... Uh, you know, parents and children, you know, and then you have God calling somebody his friend. Uh, Just really amazing. When you go to Exodus chapter 34, you can turn over there. It starts to talk about his nature. He starts to proclaim his name. He starts to proclaim who he is. And Moses had that opportunity, like it says, that, you know, also to be his friend. That God loved Moses would talk to Moses face-to-face, not actually, you know, of course, God isn't a physical being, but his presence was like he was face-to-face with Moses. And we look at Exodus chapter 34 and verse 5, and it says, And the Lord descended in a cloud and stood with him there and proclaimed the name of the Lord. God is proclaiming his own name, who he is, and when you get a chance to go through uh, chapter 18 of Proverbs, that's the one in there where it says, The name of the Lord is a strong tower. And the righteous run in it, and they are safe. There's a whole bunch of things about his name, but he comes down here. This is a friend of Moses, like the friend of Abraham, and he comes down and he desires. Remember, the Lord always desires to talk to you and now he says, My sheep hear what? My voice. And God is real. Yes, he is. He is really. He really wants to talk to each and every one of us this morning and individually be our God even though we're in a corporate setting. He wants to have a personal relationship with us. Do you hear me? It says here in Exodus chapter 34 and 5, the Lord descended in the cloud and stood with him. Is he actually a physical being standing in front of Moses? No, he's not. But it says it's almost like it's a cloud. Standing there with Moses and proclaimed the name of the Lord. And the Lord passed by before and proclaimed the Lord, the Lord God, YHWH, YHWH, and some may call him Yahweh. And merciful and gracious, long-suffering, and abundant in goodness and truth. He who has friends must first. Be merciful, be gracious, be long-suffering, abundant in goodness and truth. It's the nature of who we believe our friend. That's my friend. There's certain things that are expected from friendships. And the Lord is passing by in front of Moses and he's proclaiming, this is who I am. In this relationship, this is what I stand for. And sometimes we need to know who people are in our life. It says you need to try that spirit by the spirit. How do you try the spirit by the spirit? Well, First of all, is that individual a believer? What do they really believe? Because just because you believe, In the Creator doesn't mean that they really believe, or they might believe in the Creator, but they ain't really rolling with the Creator. They have different principles. They don't roll like God. This they they don't have this in the Lord merciful. That means yes, you messed up, but they love you anyhow. Grace. They always give you the benefit of the doubt. Grace, long suffering. They don't cut and run when trouble comes, no matter what it is that you're going through in your life, long suffering, abundant in goodness and truth, you can count on them, and they don't lie to you, that friend will not lie to you, yo, what's that fool over there talking about, don't worry about it, tell me what they're saying, no, because I know you, you already know it's bad, (laughs) But your friend is like, I'm not telling you because you got to show a fool, and we all fighting up in here today. So you better leave it alone. Keeping mercy for thousands, just merciful person. Ain't got a bad bone in there, but good people find somebody like that. That's a good person, forgiving iniquity and transgression. And sin, we talk, that's three different things right there. Find yourself, you'll find yourself in one of those things. You figured that he would just say sin, but when you got to get into iniquity, transgression, and sin, and that will by no means clear, it says here, the guilty, but that's not in there. It talks about it here, visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children, and upon the children's children unto the third and to the fourth generation. This individual, I tell you right now, is somebody that you can count on. And we need to have a friend like that. How many got a friend like that? How many in the room got a friend like that? Everybody's like trying to think, do I have a friend like that? Because there's rules to this thing on friendship. There's rules to this thing on parenting. There's rules to this thing on being a child. And there's rules here that God is stating to us. This relationship that he's cutting with Israel, this relationship that he has with Moses, this relationship that he has with you and I, he's declaring who he is. He's on the field popping his jersey. This is who I am. This is what I bring to the table. And how many don't want a God that's long-suffering? Moses began to talk about how he says in verse 9, If now I have found grace in your sight, O Lord, let my Lord, I pray thee, go among us. For it is a stiff-necked people. First of all, he <laughs> it says, Amos 3 and 3, it says, How can we walk together unless we agree? So the Lord just be popping off sometimes, you know, that's just who he is. He's going to, well, he's truthful, right? He tells the truth, doesn't he? Yeah. And Moses says, you're right. We got issues. Yes, we do. And he says, um, go among us where we are. We got issues. Pardon our iniquity and our sin and take us for your inheritance. There's rules to Friendship. There's rules to being a believer. I know the world is out there preaching their gospel. But our creator is the one that set up the rules yeah. to the relationship. When you go to Genesis 15, 6, it says Abraham believed it. And it was accounted to him as righteous because I'm telling you, there's rules. You keep thinking there's no rules. You keep thinking you can just walk over, folks. You think you can talk behind people's back think we can do whatever we want to do, and there's rules to this thing. Yes, yes. God, think about, you you gotta think in your mind, you have rules in your relationships? Yeah. Where do you get it from? Our Heavenly Father. Man became a living soul. Yes, yes. He has rules. And when we come to him, We have to understand the rules. So Moses is asking for friendship back. Don't leave me. Don't forsake me. Because he who has friends, God already showed himself friendly. He says, I will deal with you if you are guilty. He says, I'm going to deal with you to the third and fourth generation. Because sometimes you have a friend that will never ask for forgiveness. Never ask for mercy. Just do what they want to do. Sometimes we're like that as believers. You know that? We get in our feelings real quick. And we just say things and do some things and just expect our friends to deal with it. Expect our family to deal with it. That's not how it works. The father here is offering Moses and the children of Israel his friendship. His covenant, his commitment. And he shows himself to be very friendly. Jesus brought him out. If you didn't know who the creator was, you just go over here and read what Matthew has to say. Read what Mark has to say. Read what John has to say. Listen to Luke. Listen to Paul who was on the road to go kill some more folks. Dragging them into prison, thinking that he's doing what's right. But there was this Damascus Road experience. And Paul recounts sometimes that, man, I was just going the wrong direction. And the father turned him around. That's who he is. And he who, finds who, he, uh, he who has friends must first show himself to be just like this. If you're gonna consider yourself to be a friend, this is what you have to be like. And there are rules to friendship. And if you break these rules, there was just unwritten rules. The father writes his rules out. But you know you and I have unwritten rules. Come on, man. You don't need to be texting him. <laughs> That's what your girl said. You don't need to be texting my man. You don't need to be texting my woman. What are you texting folks for? Your woman chose me. That's old school movies right there. You have to go back and watch that. <laughs> I'm sorry about that, people. I say <laughs> some things sometimes. That I shouldn't say. The younger people go back. That ah, movie's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> this is just rules. Man, you just don't do. Treat others the way you want to be treated. That's right. So in verse ten, the Lord says, "You know what? There's going to be rules to this thing. There's going to be rules to this friendship." He said in verse 10, behold, I make a covenant with you. I'm going to set up some rules. I'm going to set up some boundaries. And he starts to walk, I can't read it all. But he starts to lay the friendship out because everything is established with his word. I don't know if the young people say my word is what? My bond to you. My friendship is based on this word. Love you, baby you my dude, man. You know what I'm saying? We see where the Indians were look little cut and blood. We ain't doing that today. <laughs> so much HIV and COVID and all other stuff around. We ain't doing that. You know? We do it from a distance now with a mask on and stuff with gloves on. He ain't extension gloves, no blood but no Because we understand what's in the blood. blood that's, right, that's right. And this covenant, let me tell you something, man. He seals it with his blood. Yes. So when he sees the blood and you done got on his last nerves, but you pull up your hands and show him the blood, he'd be like, oh, okay, we, we back together again. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. That's what forgive, true forgiveness is. When the relationship is put, you promised me, John, that John says, oh, man, and you just got to let it go. Huh. That's tough for us to do. Yes, it is. But it's who he is. He promises that, but he sets it up. He says, I'm going to make a covenant with you or there's going to be an agreement between you and I. How can two walk together unless there is an agreement? In marriage, he's going to talk about don't go out here hooking up with folks and I'm not their God. I know other people will teach and preach other things. People think they can go out here and just marry anybody and drag them into this building and miraculously God has to. No. All right. No, he'll tell you exactly what it is. He'll tell you in the agreement what is going to happen. Come on now. I know you're going to get mad, but get mad with him. Come on. But he will not clear you. And it's going to go into the third and fourth generation. The reason why we're dealing with things today has nothing to do with us, but somebody before us, three or four generations before us, thought that they were going to be slick and thought they were going to run their mouth. And God says, you know what? Hezekiah, I won't deal with you. I'm going to deal with those kids, though. And Hezekiah said, isn't that a good thing? (laughs) That he ain't dealing with me like that? And the Lord laid it all on his kids. Right. Sometimes you won't see it because of the relationship that you have with them. But your kids... Mm. Oh, he will lay some things. And listen, people in, in Scripture will ask him, Hey, is it the parents or is it the child? Come on, Because of this right here. They know Exodus chapter 34. We Nobody teaches us Exodus chapter 34. Oh, but Exodus chapter 34 says you can either... You know, you can get with this or you can get with that. That's what... He, there's no... Gray area in here. That's right. Either you is, or either you ain't my baby. So we get into a marriage covenant. Ain't no playing off. Come on. Mm. Ain't no side texting. Mm. Or if you my friend, you know how it is when all of a sudden you start hanging with other people. You got now you and your feelings. Are like, What's up, baby? I thought you, you know what? Oh, you got a new friend now? <laughs> okay, okay. You and your feelings. It's just something that happens because of the agreement. He says, I make a covenant or we have an agreement so that we can walk together before all thy people. I will do marvels such as have not been done in all the earth. I'm going to do some things in your life that's going to make other people jealous. Nor in any other nation. There's the human race then there are nations. People, when they, you hear somebody says that, oh, I I don't date outside my race. What you dating? Whales? (laughs) Dolphins? (laughs) <laughs> dog, What you dating? Come on now. They are trying to tell you on the sly, you ain't human. Mm-hmm. Come on. No, you may not date outside your nation. Come on. But out of one blood, he made every human being on the planet. Yes. Okay. Alright. And it says here, and all the people among which you shall see the work of the Lord, for it is a terrible thing that I would do with you, observe. It. Observe that which I command you this day. Behold, I drive out before you the Amorite, the Canaanite, the Hittite, the Perizzite, the Hivite, and the Jebusite. Take heed to thyself, lest you make a covenant, lest you start getting other friends Come on. with the inhabitants of the land where I, where I send you, because it might be a snare in the midst of you. But you shall destroy their altars, break their images, cut down their groves. For you shall worship no other god. For the Lord, whose name is Jealous, is a jealous God. Lest you make a covenant with the inhabitants of the land, and they go a whoring after their gods, and do sacrifice unto their gods, and call thee, and you eat of the sacrifice. Now you got these other friends. Come on now. And you take of their daughters, and your and their sons, and their daughters... Go a whoring after their gods and make your sons go whoring after the gods. Thou shalt make no molten gods. And you can keep going all the way through there. But he says, Cool, Moses, like you and I do, when we accept him as our Lord and Savior. There is an agreement. Yes. Remember, he is the Lord our God. He changes not. People come over here and they could take the New Testament and start twisting it and turning it. But, like Paul says, if it wasn't for the book of Moses, I wouldn't know what was right or I wouldn't know what was wrong. That's right. That's right. There's nothing wrong with dating somebody uh, with lighter melanin or darker melanin. It's just wrong if they don't serve the Most High God. Yes. Because they'll lead you someplace else. That's right. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not supposed to go in there. No, I, I, you know, that's not what we do. You tripping. That's why we get down. Mm-hmm. And he says, if you go, they're going to start making you have other friends. Mm. That ain't my friend. Come on. And just like all of us in this room, when we have a so-called friend, what do we do? We get jealous. Get in our feelings. And he says, my name, he tells you real quick what type of friend he is, John. Go out, John. Start hanging with them over there. We, you've been growing up since elementary. Spend the night in each other's house. I'm boxing for you, people jumping on you, I'm jumping on them. We boys to this day. Now you hang with other people that don't even like me. Mm-hmm. And they call they calling me out my name. I'm walking down the block, they calling me out my name. You standing there with them. Come on now. Talking about me. And I'm looking at you. I ain't worried about them. I'm looking at you like that's where we at today. Come on. That's how far we've come. It's Well, how can you sit in the presence presence. and call yourself my brother, call yourself my sister, and people come out the side of their face, and you're okay sitting there? Mm -hmm. There's rules to this day. Mm. Unwritten rules. I see. That's cool. I see you. That's all right. I see you. And you see them. About 10 o'clock, you knock on the door. Hey, Mark. Hey, Mom. Where'd I do that? I'm all, okay. You all right, Mark? Yeah, I'm okay. I just wanted to holler in real quick. You all right? Yeah, I just need to see him outside for a minute. You want to come in now? I'm not going to come in, Mom. I love you. It's on site. Do you hear me? Yes. And you already know it's on site because you're supposed to be my brother. You're supposed to be my brother. End of story. You're supposed to be my sister. Well, be angry and sin not. Not today. Mm -hmm. Because now I'm in my feelings. And it talks about, when you read Proverbs chapter 18, that's the one when it talks about your friend that is so offended that his heart is like those bars that are in castles. They're impenetrable now. Mm -hmm. You hear what I'm saying? Yes. You need me to go over there and read it? Yeah, yeah, you do. Let's go to Proverbs chapter 18. This will remind you of yourself because some of y'all got friends. How many of us have them? <laughs> it says here in 18, and the reason why I think they put this beforehand is because God always tells us the rules before we start really calling somebody a friend. In verse 19, it says, a brother offended is harder to be one than a strong city. And their contentions are like the bars of a castle. Mm -hmm. Do you hear me? Yes. His name is called Jealous. (laughs) You really want to serve this guy? You know, brothers, we don't want that jealous woman. Next thing you know, remember, what was that little movie? Sleeping with the enemy? Mm -hmm. You come home and the little rabbits is boiling in pots and stuff. Little blood all over the place. You're like, what is going on? (laughs) Yeah. You know, you got a jealous woman. She crazy. (laughs) (laughs) crazy? Yeah. <laughs> Ladies know what I'm talking about. Some of them have done it. I was young then. I'm older now. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Once you pull that resume out see crazy on it, you're like, you know what? Um, what <laughs> I'm not going to do this one. You find your way out of it, you know? You <laughs> <laughs> That's what the Lord is trying to tell you he's like. <laughs> he says, my name is Yonevahe. And then he give you that look and say he's also jealous. Yeah. And he get that little giggle. You're like, are you Chucky or something? <laughs> Chucky, what we doing? <laughs> Chucky said he was my friend to the end. Mm-hmm. Chucky went crazy. Chucky <laughs> <my friend. laughs> you know what? Yeah. Chucky was wild, man. Chucky just come in like a little doll with that little crazy hair and smile. <laughs> but Chucky was jealous, man. <laughs> yeah, you got friends like that. They don't want to hear it. Yeah. They don't want to hear it. We boxing tonight. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Men fighting women—they got—they got ten times the strength because they so crazy. They're like women with legion in them, you know what I'm saying? You got to try to tie them up a chains. They breaking change. Come on, you're like, oh, John, I think I'm gonna need backup. <laughs> it, ain't, it, ain't, it, ain't the, it ain't the crypts of the bloods, that's nice, my lady. <laughs> oh no, big dog, I'm gonna sit that one out. I told you she was crazy. You know, you ladies get those crazy men, you know, your yeah. brothers be like, Oh we're gonna have to get guns out here, this Negroes outside. <laughs> <laughs> you better have some guns for some of these people out here. But the Lord begins, he always lays out the rules and lets you know I'm jealous, man. You're not gonna be sitting over here with these demons. Come on, come on. Playing with them. Come on now. They don't like me, I don't like them. But, yeah, you want to sit up in the club with them all night mm-hmm. while I'm sitting at home waiting on you. Come on now. Yeah. Let's see how that works. Yeah. Oh, hey, God. <laughs> Where was you at? <laughs> it was her birthday. <laughs> I, I lost track of time, you know, but... You know, we ain't going to do this right. Why you? Why you Why, you, why you? acting like you got like, like a sword, a flaming sword? Ain't that the one mm-hmm. <laughs> supposed to keep folks out? Why are you playing with that, God? Because <laughs> they be sitting at home waiting for you, you know, just loading bullets one by one. You know, because in their mind, they know where you've been. Yeah. Yeah. They crazy. They ain't got, but they, they already surmised in their mind. You better know. You better try the spirit by the book and find out. That's what it means. Since people want to preach everything. I tried the spirits by the spirit. Well, let's just write. Let's just go to the book. Because the Holy Spirit is the one that gave us the book. Do you understand what I'm saying? When we start talking about friendship. And this agreement. This agreement that the father says. Is the binding covenant. Between us. Father, son. Mother, daughter. Husband and wife best friends even on the job there are rules there's, there's agreements when we begin to look at um, let's go to Genesis chapter 5 there's a, unless two can agree they can't walk together Genesis chapter 5 and there's always some scriptures as you go through the, um, as you go through his words, you'll see different places will pop up because you just can't go to one scripture and say, oh, that's it. That's right. that's we right. study to show ourselves approved, a workman needing not be ashamed, but rightly dividing the word of truth. That's, right. that's why the Holy Spirit is called the spirit of truth, because holy men moved by the spirit of God gave us the scriptures, that's what Peter said Peter is testifying, no the Holy Spirit came upon these men and they begin to write out the agreement Come on. explaining everything in it and if one of your friends offends you, you say listen man, I ain't built for all that or you in a relationship with a young lady but she got this so called Bismarcky friend that she keep hanging out with you know, remember he went over to the, the, the dorm and they were kissing when he opened the door up I thought that was your friend that went, what y'all kissing for? his mark he said "Uh, now we ain't doing that so you have to have rules to this thing but we look at Genesis chapter 5 and it says here in verse 21 that Enoch lived 65 years and he begat Methuselah it says here and all the days of Enoch were 365 years it says Enoch walked with God and he was not for God took him. When you walk, how, how can how can we, you know, we walk together unless we agree? You give me about 365 years of living here on planet Earth, I think after 365, I think me and God, we got it. I'm, I'm good now. Some of us, if we had 365 years of marriage, man, I'm telling you, after 105, you, you learned what marriage was about. And we would cut it out. But he walked with them for 365 years but they agreed and the father wants to get us to a place to where we agree with him and now the covenant is good in any relationship in business there's always an agreement written out these are the rules of this relationship so that if somebody wants to go left your honor no we pull people out this is our agreement and people are like no you're wrong Let's go to Genesis chapter six. Let's look at another agreement with another uh, one of our great brothers. Verse 10. Y'all know this gentleman right here. Genesis chapter six. And we can we can go to nine if we want to. But we're talking about Noah. Remember, there was only eight people saved. Seven people were not saved because of their relationship with the Lord. They just happened to be family. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and you'll be saved in what? Your house. So Noah believed on the Lord Jesus and he was saved in his house. So there were seven other people which made eight, which was a new beginning. And it says here in verse nine, these are the generations of Noah. Noah was a just man, perfect in his generations. Noah walked with God. All right. Do you see that? Yes. It says Noah walked with them. That means they agreed according to Amos 3 and 3. How can two walk together unless they agree? As a church, how can we walk together? How can ministry happen in here if we don't agree? So we meet up and and we talk and all of us come. It's not me. It's not my way or the highway. That's not the way things happen in the book. That's That's not the way it happens. He tells the disciples, he says, the Gentiles seek to rule over you. That's not going to happen with y'all. They came together. we discussed discuss things. Hey, you know what? And it says they were on what? One accord. Mm -hmm. Which means that they agreed. Mm -hmm. And nobody was tripping. Mm -hmm. The apostles weren't worrying about how much money was rolling on. He taught them. Jesus taught them. Don't take nothing when you go to preach. Come on, Nothing. And whatever is set before you, eat it. Do right by people. Let you, if your peace stays there, great. If you like those people, man, good. Hang out with them. If you don't like them, bounce. He laid out the agreement for each and every one of us. Yeah. To be submissive to one another. They want to try to say, well, you know, the husband... No, that's a whole... Now he switches up, Paul does. And talks about the marriage relationship and the agreement that happened in that. But here in the church, it ain't my way or the highway. Somebody else is teaching that because they have their own agenda. Yes. Because the scripture says that Jesus is still the head of the church. Amen. Amen. It didn't say that the pastor was writing... The, the first couple of chapters of Revelation, it says that Jesus told John, write this. Yes. Hey, you've done some good things at your church, but there's some things I don't like. He's still the head of the church. Amen. It's still the same Exodus chapter 34. There is rules to this thing Yes. that you and I have no business breaking. Yes, we're sinners. Yes, we got some things in us that ain't right. But just like Judah, when we are called on the carpet for our sins, we stand up and say, yes, I did it. We confess our faults as a group. What? Yes. And pray for one another. That we be healed. Because there are things that happen in Exodus chapter 34. If we jump over there real quick. In Exodus chapter 34, we're talking about friendships today. We're talking about relationships with the pastor. We're talking about love. And our Heavenly Father talks here in Exodus 30, 34, how He is nothing but love. The Lord passed by and proclaimed His name. Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord. You know why you call on Him? Because He is merciful gracious, long suffering, abundant in goodness and truth keeping mercy for thousands forgiving iniquity transgression and sin and will know uh, and that will by no means clear uh, the guilty visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children and upon the children's children unto the third and to the fourth generation because rules are being broken sometimes not by you Not by me, but we have like Noah. These are the generations of Noah. It always starts to talk to you and I about the previous people. So-and-so begat so-and-so. So-and-so begat this person. So-and-so begat that person. I wonder if we can go back because Jacob was called a con artist, a deceiver. His mother named him that. And it was his mother was the one that dressed him up in his Halloween costume so he could go in there and steal the birthright. That's, that's who did it. That's who did it. He said, Mom, no. She said, boy, shut up. And it wasn't until he went back to his uncles that he realized what the sin was going on in that family. You and I now can see they kind artists, man. They gypsies. They magicians. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Yeah, that's where David Copperfield probably came from. Yeah, they, 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 they writing horoscopes and stuff. He had a whole nother God that he served. Remember, his daughter took his little statues and stuff. That's what really he worshipped. You hear what I'm saying? Third and fourth generation. You sit here today, you wonder why you are like you are. Has nothing to do with you third, fourth generation but there's a thousandth generation mentioned here Ruth and I were talking sometimes we didn't grow up in church why are we here and why do we have this relationship with somebody that we just, nobody was teaching us scriptures? we watched a couple of movies on TV you know, everybody was the greatest story ever told we watched it with popcorn and stuff we weren't going to church. Yes, right. was not hearing no gospel. Why am I here? Because somebody else yes. that I don't know, we don't have the begets. The begets we go back, hey, ain't nobody we know is praying. Like we're praying. And all of a sudden we get chosen. Yeah, uh, yeah there's one coming out right there. Get that one right there. Yeah, get her. We just as crazy as everybody else. I was telling people about the monsters all the time. The monsters, they were monsters. They were yeah. crazy. Uh, grab the white girl, Maryland, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now she looks normal, don't she? Mm-hmm. But you know what's in her, don't you? Right. Yeah, you do. You're like, well, no, I ain't marrying her. And she's beautiful and everything. Like, real sweet. Hey, everybody. She's a monster. <laughs> just like we are sitting in here. <laughs> we, we monsters. <laughs> okay? People come in here, they're like, hey, look so nice. You better understand what's in us. <laughs> Abraham believed God, but Abraham grabbed his gat and went down there and started killing folks yeah. for his neck. <laughs> you hear what I'm saying? Okay. Judah liked the women on the side too. He didn't have a problem the way Sally walked. There's <laughs> stuff in us. Mm-hmm. We, we got some monster in us. Yeah. And the father is telling I got some monster in me. Yeah. He be tapping his leg too with his little knife. I got some monster in me. But it can turn around. Yes, it can. He says, if you walk before me. That's, you know, we hear that scripture, but it's not. But in Exodus 34, he says, he wants to get us to a place where he says, this is the agreement. All he wants to get you and I to is to a place where we can walk together. That's all Moses is talking about in verse 9. And he said, if now I have found grace in your sight, O Lord, let my Lord, I pray thee, walk with us. That's what it's saying. Amos three and three. How can two walk together unless they agree? Father, walk with us. Walk with me. Yes. We sing this song and have no clue. Walk with me, Lord. We don't know what he's talking about because there's an agreement. Come on. When the Holy Spirit gets you and I to this place, where we begin to say, walk with me, Lord. Walk. He's like, oh, <laughs> let's go to Exodus chapter 34 because this is the agreement right here. Because he says, I want to walk with you. Yes. He says, I'll turn it around. He said, the sins of the fathers. He said, I'll turn it around. I'll turn it around. There's a place in scripture that they mention it. And I think it's John 9. I'm going to turn there and find it. I might have to go to my phone. John chapter 9. And we ended it here walk with me lord <laughs> i'm sorry you got to sing it like that you know walk, walk with, with me chris hit that forward. <laughs> walk with chris can say it. chris get walk with me chris will bring you back go on with it While on this ah pop got pop with it <laughs> yeah go on with it walk with me Alright, that's my brother singing back. He bring it, yeah. he bring it home, man. Now he ain't staying, he just back there doing it. He's like, I'm gonna be kind of," singing. But Chris get into it. Yes. But now you know what they're singing about. Yeah, right. You hear me? Right. But he is letting you and I know that he will not he gonna handle some stuff when it's time to be handled. Yes. Yes he will. The father says, when we are on we are in this relationship, play around and what? Find out. Find out. Deuteronomy 28, you know, all Fred wants to sing about is the first 20 bars. There's a whole nother, there's more scripture after that that says mess around and find out. Come on now. Because my name is what? Jealous! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, but Jesus is walking down the road. And when you go back and you realize that he is so merciful. Yes, he is. So kind. Yes, he is. So compassionate. Yes. So full of grace. Long-suffering. He's telling you his nature. He who has friends must first show himself friendly like this. When people first look at you, you got a smile on your face and a person. You know how we are. They smiling at <laughs> Nah, bro, I'm exit only. <laughs> Probably get a letter for that one. I'm exit only, Pippin. Because <laughs> they smiling. I can't say all the other stuff women say because we in church. (laughs) When the website gets built, I can put some of them sidebars on there. What is he saying? I'm strictly men only. (laughs) They got these little names that women have to call themselves now where they only deal with the masculine man, actual man, born man, has to have the tool type man. Okay? I'm just saying. I just have to put it out there like that because there's all these different pronouns and acronyms and all these side things. But if you deal with this God, there's only two sexes male, and female. female. That's it. And you're not born that way. I'm just keeping it real. I'm just keeping it now. There. There's other gods. You ain't got to serve this God. There's over 370 more gods you can choose from. Why you got to run up on this one, I don't know. <laughs> this one is trying to tell you, don't run up on me. That's right. That's right. It's real talk. He said, don't run up on me. That's What he's saying? Don't run up on me. He said, all right. He said, okay, we're going to deal with it. That's what he says. He says, I'm going to deal with it. Because man is a what? Living soul. And he likes to wait until you know the curtain gets pulled back, like when you die and all of a sudden you realize that you're not really dead, that you're alive still. And you're like, man, I'm actually still alive. And then when you see him face to face, he says, let's have this talk now. And he's tapping his leg like you was tapping your leg. You hear me? He tapping his leg too. He got his he doing his little hands like you know what I'm saying. (laughs) He cracking his neck. And now you realize that you have no strength. Now you realize that you have no power. And now you realize that the words that are coming out of your mouth means nothing, nothing. And that's the day right there where he says that. I'm telling you right there, Mark. You want to be there for that one. Because I know they know me right now as loving and kind. He said, but I am a jealous guy. Yes. He says, man, I'm, I'm that dude that you don't want to play with. Come on. Come he says, don't fear the one that can take your body. He said, "Fear fear the one that would snatch your soul. That's what's written in here. That's what it says. And if you don't believe it, cool, man. Keep reading comic books. But if you believe it, this is like a Webster's dictionary. You better look up the definition. Come on. All right? Look it up. Chapter 9, this is who he is. As Jesus passed by, he saw a man which was blind from his birth, Mm. had nothing to do with him. He was blind from his birth, came out of his mother blind. And his disciples, because they read Exodus chapter 34, asked him, saying, master or teacher teach me right now who did send this man or his parents that he was born blind now i'm telling you right now the father ain't into the mess and the gossip and all that stuff he's in the business of passover yes Passover, he said, three times a year shall your men come before me. The first one means that I'm going to snatch everybody out of Egypt. I'm going to destroy Satan. I'm going to dismantle him and his power, which he did. He broke Egypt. And he did it with two men. Y'all go in there and I'm going to break them. He broke Pharaoh's back. Yes. And he said, you'll never see Pharaoh's face again. So when Pharaoh thought that they were going to see his face, he caused the water, the baptism to happen. And all they saw was bodies on the shore. So whatever is going on in your life, whatever it is, whatever is going on in your family, he is so full of mercy and grace and those that come to yod he must first believe that he is yod and that he is a rewarder to those who diligently seek him. He said, you'll find me when you search for me with your whole heart. But this man wasn't searching for him. It says here, Jesus answered, don't worry about all that. I know the scripture. He said, neither this man nor his parents sin, but that the works of God should be made manifest in him, that I will be brought out from behind the scenes. To manifest, I you know, I'm a magician, all of a sudden I manifested this rabbit. You're like, oh my god then. He says, I'm about to show everybody I'm just not the God in Egypt. Come on. He said, I'm more than that. Yes. He says, I'm more than that. You're looking at the people that I brought out of Egypt. He says, I'm more than that. I am God. And God alone, I'm the creator. What do you mean you're the creator? I'm trying to tell you in the beginning, yod He made the heavens and the earth, and everyone else, he's the creator. And he walks up and he said, they, they wanted the lesson, didn't they ask for it? Yes. Teach us. He says, if you want the lesson, I'm gonna give you the lesson right here. I'm gonna show you who I am. So he manifested himself. All you see is this man. But inside of this Man, God placed this spirit. Yes, Jesus. He thought it not robbery to be equal with his father because who is his father? He says, "You neither know me nor my father, but I'm about to manifest something that's never happened on the planet before. This man is born blind, and you're worried about the problem. Come on. All you see is the problem. Come on man, I'm telling you right now, be sick like that man, uh, his back got messed up. You're worried about the problem. That man is trying to find the solution. And he's trying to tell his disciples here, stop worrying about the problem and find the solution. And if you're here today, this is the solution. I must work the works of him that sent me while it is day, because the night is coming. No man can work. The night's coming. As long as I am in the world, he says, I am the light of the world. And he tells you and I that he wants us to be a city set upon a hill, the salt of the earth, a candlestick that is not hidden beneath the bed or put in the closet that is out to bring light to that bedroom. And when he spoke this to them, he spat on the ground, made clay, and anointed the eyes of the blind man with the clay and said go wash it off and he came back seeing Mm -hmm. I don't know what's going on in anybody's life but I know that we're born in the sin and we are shaped in iniquity sometimes you're asking yourself why am I like this And the Holy Spirit is trying to tell you it has nothing to do with you. But these are the generations of Noah. These are the generations of Cain. These are the, there are people in our life that were before us, did some great things. And they did some horrible things that the family does not speak of. Things that go on in your family, people don't talk about. They take it to their grave. But these people are telling you the things that happened in the 1700s and the 1800s and the 1900s are still going on today. It just goes to the next person. It finds its way. You know, it's just finding its way through the family. When it comes out, everybody's like, oh, man. It ain't your fault. But if you want the deliverance, if you want the peace that passes all understanding, if you want the joy, I'm so down all the time. I'm so depressed all the time. Why are you de- I don't know. Why am I like this? Wherewithal shall a young man or a young woman cleanse their way by taking heed or listening and reading and studying his word. And if you continue in my word, then you'll know the truth. And once you understand the truth, you change your prayers in a whole nother different direction. I don't know if this young man was praying. I don't know. He was born blind. He just came accustomed to it. It's who he was. That's what they called him. Hey, blind man. Uh, yeah, <laughs> they just start calling you who you are, and everybody's like, Man, you got to call him like that. You can't call him like, he, he who has friends must first, friend, anybody his friend, He blind. Boy, always begging. You think that man wanted to be like that? Is there anyone in this room that wants to be like that? We always have to ask and we got to borrow. You think you want to be like that? Poverty. You don't want that in your life. How did it get there? How did it get there? Because that's not who you are. He changed Jacob's name because that's not who he is. And if he changed Jacob and he changed this blind man, then he could change you and I and cut a new covenant with us. Not based on the old one. It's a new covenant. It's him and me. One on one. And he says, Mark, walk before me and be what? Perfect. Well, Father, how do I? Mark, just walk in my ways. Love me with all your heart. Respect me because you know I'm jealous. You know what I was before you married me. <laughs> <laughs> and if you can get that in your heart has anyone that was born blind ever received their sight the brother I don't even know if he didn't even have eyes They said that he was just blind from birth when you looked at it there was nothing probably there but the creator the one that formed man from the dust of the earth spat on the ground made some more clay and said, oh, my bad, let me add these bad boys to you. Oh, go wash your face. You know how it is when you realize that something's missing, oh, we forgot to put the brakes on your car. Lift it up, Ah, there you go. Put it down, now drive it. They work, there you go, but my bad. How did you, I'm the creator. I created that. I know exactly what's supposed to be there and was not supposed to be there. That's why he said, I didn't give you that. Moses gave you that. Moses put that aftermarket shocks on your car. I put the shocks on there where well, you never quit. You never give up. You're just like me. You're long-suffering, gracious and kind, full of mercy. That's what you're supposed to be. I didn't, give, I didn't put that quit in your heart. Who put that quit in your heart? He doesn't put quit in our heart. If we say something, then our word is the agreement. When he spoke, his word is the agreement. And when you say something to somebody, whether it's your electric bill, your friendship, your marriage, your relationship, whatever it is, fulfill the agreement. That's what believers do. There ain't no, my bad. It's not that. We fulfill the the agreement of friendships. We stick closer than a brother. And they might have 25 brothers. But in every picture, there you are smiling. Well, who is that? Ain't that Pootsie's boy? <laughs> Man, he over here every day. <laughs> when I buy Christmas for mine, I gotta buy Christmas for him. You know what I'm saying? When I make, I always got a plate set to the side because I know he's coming. Hey, Mom! Hugs your mom more than you do. Why you always going to be hugging my mom? Shut up! That's my mom. He disowned his whole family. And your mom is his mom. And he be over there when you ain't there. Hmm. Mark, where you been at? Man, I was working. Me and mom been over here cutting up. We done went to the movies. And you looking at this fool like, you know what? He really done moved in. <laughs> he just be over there chilling. Because that's the love that he has. And he will not change. She will not change. And now y'all are 80 years old, and they're the only ones coming to the nursing home to see you. And they come when the door is open. If visit hours are 8 o'clock, they're there at 8.01. You hear them coming down the hallway. Yeah, walk with me, Lord. (laughs) Walk, what are you doing here? Where am I supposed to be at? You're my friend to the end. Boy, you was crazy like Chucky. (laughs) Yeah, I am (laughs) your Chucky. Is anybody here messing with me? Because I will show out this nursing home. And he will. And she will show out in the nursing home like Chucky. For you. And the people be like, your so-called friend. (laughs) That ain't a so-called friend. That's a friend. That sticketh closer than a brother. That sticketh closer than a sister. The agreement is written. My word is my bond. What I'm telling you right now, you ain't got that word like our Heavenly Father got a word for you as believers that's how we're supposed to be so be careful what you say because sometimes what we say we can't cash those checks but he will cash the check you hear me yeah. amen man it's real it's real talk if you're here today and man you're just struggling like man I need some things changed we'll pray with you yes we will will pray with you. Won't he do it? <laughs> That's one the things I heard when I came to church. People were like, it's scary. They would just yell out, won't he do it? You'd be like, you didn't know that he would do it. And then all of a sudden, you know, years later, he did it. He did it. Won't he do it? Come on, everybody stand. Won't he do it? Won't he do it?